0: Okay. Hey,
1: welcome to the Nova Comics Podcast. I think it's episode 11 or 10B, yeah. whatever you want to call yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, today, uh, why what, what what did it just say JD? Who's JD? That's me. <laughs> oh, you're JD. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. What's, yeah. What's the D stand for? Danger. Danger. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, introduce yourselves again. Just to make sure uh, everyone remembers you guys. All right.
2: Well, I am JD Gonzalez, and this is my partner Jesse Chisholm. Jesse
1: Chisholm. And We are with Covenant Comics. Very nice. Glad to have you back. Good to be back. I'm Greg, I just realized, do you have the other questions up? Yeah. You the questions.
0: Do you, I'm super you prepared. Probably, if you can probably open them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there you go over here. So Greg, you asked the first question then.
0: Cause... Okay. Did we do the lightning round ones? I forgot if we did those. Yeah, I think we ended up... Oh, yeah, round that's what we ended we up. And we get it off into
1: the abyss.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, since your Kickstarter is currently going, uh, what are some of the struggles that you have to deal with? Um. Well,
2: there's a lot of struggles, but I think that the main one that we face is just really getting our voice out there um, and really just marketing in general. I think that um, it's just super difficult because we're just normal guys, you know, and that's like the whole thing is that, like, I have zero knowledge about marketing. You know, I didn't even go to college, you know, and I don't have any really experience with that, you know, so really breaking through all that noise of social media and just really – just the internet itself is just like, it's super hard getting your voice
3: heard, you know? Yeah. So, I think that's the main main issue. Uh, also, a lot of comparing ourselves to others. Yeah, yeah, seeing totally. how well they do versus yeah. how, like, slow we're going along. and Yeah. You know, it's it's a struggle to be like, well, why can't we be like them? Why are they <laughs> at 10,000 on day two? <laughs> yeah. Definitely. <laughs>
1: you ever watch yeah. uh, Gary Vaynerchuk? I think we chatted for a second about him last time. Too. With who? With what? That, the that guy, movie? the poster. You see him? No. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Barely. <laughs> yeah. No. He's he's a little far back. That's Gary Vaynerchuk. He's the. Uh, I don't have I don't have his first book, but uh, his latest book. Crushing it. Uh, yeah. He's uh, he's his first book he wrote back in 2009. It's called um, Crush It, and yeah. essentially the entire point is to uh, build. Build content around stuff that you love, so that eventually you can monetize the audience that you have built up around the stuff that you love. And so, uh, one of the, he, he talks with, he does a ton of like life inspirational talks as well. And one of the things he talks about is uh, not like not looking at your neighbor. You know, uh, he's like, I wish I could find the Joneses so I could just kill them and <laughs> 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 get rid of them because they're causing too many problems. Yeah too many people are looking at other people like they're you know because here's the thing it's like just because someone else has made that ten thousand dollars first doesn't mean like may- maybe their life's not together but their business is great right would you rather lose yeah, something yeah. else if, if just so your business is ahead you know yeah. a, lot of, a lot of the people that make it super successful super young have terrible other stuff going on in their life and it's like i, I would rather keep my my uh you know good friendships good uh you know family life all that stuff then give that up just to make a bunch of money quick (laughs) yeah yeah definitely that definitely makes sense um but yeah i think that's just like you know
2: applicable to life in general you know just looking to others comparing yourself to others is like it's so much ingrained in our society this day like this day and age like just with social media looking at like instagram and like looking at like oh he has a better car than me or like he has, you know, whatever, you know, and it's, you know, it's kind of like a comparing game, you know, and that's just so much in our society these days. And so it's, it's so hard to break away from, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, I don't know. Hey, you got the next mm. question, I mean, What's the next question? I just, I just opened it, so I don't know where you're at.
0: No, number eight. Number eight?
1: Yep. What is that? Yeah, you read that.
0: That's too many words. <laughs> <laughs> I just do everything. <clears throat> so I've been seeing that uh, s- Kickstarter... Uh, someone was trying to make like a union with Kickstarter and that well, I used to work there but she got fired. Um, and <laughs> some indie creators actually were thinking of making their own platform, like crowdfunding platform. Uh, do you think... That could still be done, even though like Kickstarter's like s- s- like such a major thing for crowdfunding AMC. yeah,
2: I think it's possible I mean, you have uh other crowd like crowd crowd funding platforms like indieGoGo, Go and fund GoFundMe, and all this stuff. I think it really depends on the community, like it the desire really needs to be there, you know, like it can't just be like, oh, we're gonna do this thing." And then the community isn't really behind it, you know? I think that... um I think it's hard. It's, it's going to be hard because, you know, with just the indie comic community in general is so um, attached to Kickstarter, and even Indiegogo too, that I think it would be a little bit difficult, but I think it's possible, totally. Yeah. You know, if the desire is there.
1: I think, yeah, yes. think that's I was going to say, I think one of the hardest things would probably be pulling the... Pulling the people who aren't in the indie creator niche, so the actual fans, it's hard to pull them over to a new platform since they're used to Indiegogo and Kickstarter. That's big.
0: That's now what we're going to try doing with our comic platform.
3: (laughs) Oh, cool. Yeah, super
2: cool.
0: Not the crowdfunding thing. Well, maybe one day. But um, Comic Central uh, is like done on halloween like it's the last day that it's going to be around
1: Oh, did, really? you, guys hear, did you guys hear about that yeah no, I, I didn't hear about they that. announced it earlier this month that uh they'll be closing on october 31st wow really yeah so, so right now we, we're having oh okay uh, uh, oh, it? Oh. Oh, oh we cut out there yeah yeah you did <laughs> Uh, I was just saying that um what, what we what we're doing right now is we're having people look into uh, the creators and the comics that are on their site to you know try to create a little database so we can potentially um, you know pull a lot of them uh, since they're gonna have to leave that platform yeah. and uh, get, you know be able to still give them a home and uh, you know definitely would be great to <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, it, sucks for, it. it sucks that that's happening but oh, it, yeah. can totally capitalize on the fact that you know, they, they got to go someplace, you know. Exactly. If one know. door closes and the other one opens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's definitely a big opportunity for you guys. And
2: hopefully that works out, you know. Like like you said, they need to go somewhere, you know. It's not like they're just going to go into the abyss and ether just just disappear, you know. Hopefully not. That that.
1: <laughs> Actually, I heard, I heard a Halloween joke. It was like, if one door opens and another one closes, your house is probably haunted. <laughs> <laughs> One. I'm use that one. <laughs> oh yeah. So we're currently, uh, actually speaking of Halloween, we're actually currently doing a giveaway for the entire month of October. Yeah. Uh, last year we tried to do this and it didn't quite work out. We were, uh, but uh, we wanted to try it again this year, changing the rules up a bit. Uh, so w- what do you think would get more people to participate in uh, a Halloween giveaway? Um, I I think that's, like, the
2: golden question is, like, how to get people to interact with your page. Um, you know, I think it's just, you have to grab their attention somehow, you know? And that's just, like, that is...
3: I don't know, that's just the question. I, I have zero idea. I think it's a matter of just easy participation as well. Yeah, yeah, totally. There are some things where if I see like a giveaway, but then there's like a whole bunch of stuff yeah. I have to go through, I'm just not gonna put up with it. Yeah. So it's yeah. gotta be easy access kind of thing. Yeah. But then also like the rewards have to be kind of eye-grabbing, like you said, just. Attention perfect. grabbing, yeah. Yeah. yeah, clearly everything's out on the table. Yeah, yeah, That's no a good closed point. doors.
1: Yeah. <laughs> now it's funny. Uh, what is it? Gar- Gary also talks about that, like having it so, like, people complain about privacy, like when Facebook, you know, like, you know, oh, it's eating up my privacy. But in reality, they just want things convenient and sometimes complain. These <laughs> <kind of Yeah. laughs> like, but, like, think about it. Like, people sign up with apps using Facebook all the time because it's super easy, not realizing yeah. that they're allowing that app to take the data from Facebook, which is why that whole crazy, uh, you know, senate hearing happened to begin with because you know, <laughs>
3: yeah. people are like so oh
1: all this stuff is free there's no way that they're getting something out of this you know what i mean like yeah, yeah, yeah that's what's happening but it is true like, when you're trying to get someone's um attention and you're trying to get them to participate definitely minimizing uh friction by doing something like hey just enter your email just click yeah, this yeah, one yeah. button you yeah, know definitely uh it definitely helps uh, expedite the process so that they don't have to worry about it. They're like, "Ooh, I can win if I just click a button, right?" Like people, just, you know, people like that. And as long as you're not, you know, not providing, uh, you know, value after that fact, then you know, it's definitely worth it for them in the long run. So that's good. <laughs> yeah, it, I honestly I'm really appreciating like uh, the
2: whole uh, contest you guys have been doing because it's like you're you're integrating other creators like. I remember yesterday. What did you guys do yesterday? You did it with another creator. I think it was. uh, Is that our? um, The Wendigo people. Yep.
0: Um,
2: What are they called again? I forget. Afterlight. Um, What? Yeah, Afterlight. Yeah, and like you said, uh, go pledge to their Kickstarter, and you'll get you know x amount of points towards our our uh, contest. And honestly, I think that just the idea of bringing the community together and making an outlet for other creators is such a honestly a noble you know thing to do and i honestly really appreciate it
0: (laughs) it's just trying to figure out what i'm gonna post that day so (laughs) that's basically like
1: we gotta do something new yeah yeah it's
0: it's
1: kind of that's um That's one thing, too, uh, over, like, probably the last two years, I'm sure Greg has realized, like, the thing that's been helping us move along the fastest has been just doing along the way. Like, we're like, we're going to do a giveaway. What are the prizes? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Okay. I think a lot of creators get stumped on that for, like, anything. Like, I was showing my my brother our, our first comic. Like, not not the uh, reprint that we're getting, but the, the very first print that we made. Yeah. And he had all these critiques on it. And I go, I'm very grateful for those critiques. We're going to make sure we utilize that information in further comics. Yeah. But it's yeah. funny because he was getting, like, very critical of it at one point, And I was just thinking, I'm like, he has a comic book idea himself, but you don't yeah. have a physical copy, do you? You don't even have the artwork of it, right? Something, yeah. Something's holding you back from doing that and it's the fact that you don't want to put out something like this and it's like you know what if our first comic was awful it's still better than not having one yeah yeah, yeah. so that's definitely uh, something that I feel like if, if more artists more creators of any uh, you know genre slash media uh, you know thought about and like dope deeper right, I think that would make make the world a more colorful place <laughs> definitely. Yeah, definitely I think that uh
2: I think that's just the fear of just being critiqued is, like, really what holds people back, you know, many times. Maybe just, like, all the time, you know? Well, but it's, it's it,
1: funny because it's either that or it's the uh, the perfection uh, thing. Oh, yeah. typically people that – but it's so funny because the only reason you'd be afraid to put out something now, even though it's not perfected, yeah, is, is purely because someone else would judge it. If it's not perfect in your eyes and you release it too early, you can still go back and make it better. Oh, yeah, totally. Well, so obviously, that's not a reason to not put it out now. It's mm-hmm. only the judgment that comes along with this. it. So almost always leads back to that. Yeah, and honestly, I think that um, really taking
2: that, that judgment and that critique like you guys did, um, like you can take it and, like, you know, let it kill you, or you can take it and move forward
1: and, you know, help better build upon it, yeah, build upon it you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, and honestly, the um, – the first uh based on all the reviews from the first comic like our second comic is going to be exceptionally better and even our first comic just the lettering for example like that was something that we like i physically did because we just didn't have the funds at first to pay for the letter and so um because of that it's obviously not done by someone who's done it before and it's just kind of half-assed essentially and not 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 out of not out of you know intentionally flying through it but just lack of skill and knowledge and you know having to put it together and so it's definitely uh like even like that one thing makes the comic look 10 times better totally right. our, our next comic like we like greg and i were sitting down for hours going through and critiquing each panel giving more description than you know probably he was expecting but uh it's uh, it very much like like what's going on in this room how many people are in this room where are they in the room What are they wearing? What is their pose? What direction are they facing? Like all of that stuff is so relevant. You you can leave a lot to the the artist's um, imagination and they can kind of play with it. But if you leave too much, then the vision you had in your head fades away just because, you know, you don't get those details out. But definitely getting that feedback after that first comic. Like there's so much stuff that we're going to make sure that's in the next one that's going to make it, you know, ten times better.
0: Yeah, we thought, still are editing oh the God.
1: second one. What
0: was that? And we're still <laughs> editing the second one.
1: As you both talking, I mean, Greg, Greg, yeah. I, I, heard, <laughs> I heard J.D., what did Greg say?
0: Oh. oh, and we're still editing the second one.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah. So is the, is the script finished, or, well, or are you... the, the The plot, I would say, is finished, but the <laughs> script isn't, because we're basically... The way we've kind of been doing it is Greg's like the creator. He's the one that's come up with the – oh, wait, do we lose him for a second? Oh, yeah, they back. Oh, yeah, they're there. I was going to say uh, Greg is basically the creator. He's come up with the, the core idea of it, and then I'm kind of like the editor-in-chief running through it and making sure that there's no, um, like, holes in the story that don't make sense or, uh, you know, even simple things like – this won't ruin any of the story, but at one point, someone's taken out back and huh. they're uh, and they're thrown. And I'm like, well, this is the back of a business. Is this one of those elevated platforms where a truck pulls in, or is it flat? And there, you know, so there's a difference because yeah. one of them they're throwing them down on the ground. The other one they're probably going to have to like kick them down. You know I mean, like you have to think about that, or the artist yeah. is going to yeah. just use his own imagination. And if you do that and you don't keep it consistent, like what happens when you're at that place again in your comic? And it looks different. Like I was just watching, uh, oh, wow. what was it, Hobbs and Shaw last night? And uh, it's so funny. There's one scene within five minutes where The Rock literally is wearing a different thing every time it views back to him. Really? Like it starts oh, where he's wow. on, yeah, he's on his island, um, and he's wearing like a, he's wearing like cargo shorts, and then he has like a, a traditional Samoan skirt over it. Right? Yeah. And basically, he rips off the skirt. And he's running with just the shorts. It looks to something else. It comes back. He's now wearing pants. Then <laughs> it comes back. He now has a t shirt and boots on. Like, it's ridiculous. I was like, dude, if he did it one more time and he was wearing a cowboy hat, I would have lost my mind. Like, it was <laughs> But, like, there were scenes like that where it's just like the consistency. The congruency is so off that, uh, yeah. like, luckily that type of movie is all about the explosions, the speed. Yeah. It's not too distracting, but, like, it was humorous how, yeah. like, like I think, and now that, that right before that scene happened, it was in the middle of the night, pitch black with fire. That's why you know it was the middle of the night. Yeah. And yeah. they started a timer that was 30 minutes long. It's now only 21 minutes left, and it's noon. It's, like, bright as day, blue skies, no clouds, and it's, like... You know, it's, it's just absolutely crazy. And then, like about was it seven minutes later after that, it's now a dark clouds thunderstorm pouring on one part of the island. And maybe uh, a couple miles away, not far enough to not see this. It is still sunny out. Like it's ridiculous. Like so, like that that kind of stuff. If you um, if you leave it up to an artist, it can really uh, distract later on. Like it yeah, doesn't like yeah. like I actually found out something we have to fix for our second for our second rendition of our first comic, where one of our characters was drawn wearing glasses in one in the in the middle scene, and so you yeah, I, yeah. I, I realize that you're talking um, to readers that like that's uh, like you don't know who that is you actually lose track of who that is because of the fact <laughs> that our artist accidentally drew glasses on this guy right really? so, yeah so like little like little thing. Like it was funny too because i remember fixing that guy before there was something like he was missing an id badge or something but like that tie. And so we pointed that out to the uh at a tie yeah we pointed that out to the artist like hey he was missing this he had it in the previous scene and uh you know all of a sudden it's like oh crap we didn't realize something that was even worse like his face yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah oh yeah and he's a main character so like if it was like oh, a really? rant yeah if it was like a he's
1: a character later yeah <laughs> it's a secret spoilers Spoiler. <clears throat> yeah so uh yeah speaking of uh <laughs> you know working with other people do you have any uh guidelines or rules for your comics um, you know, like like I was saying, like we try like one of our things that we're trying to do is ensure consistency and congruency. Like we even have a map built out of our city to make sure that like Elm Street's always three blocks away from Main Street or whatever, you know, stuff like that. Like yeah, there's other stuff that I'm sure we'll miss, but that's the thing we're trying to yeah. do is to have um a physical congruency. But are there any rules like that for your that your universe, you know your, your, that you're trying to uh, yeah. Yeah. keep?
3: oh well, yeah yeah. we gotta you know just with people with powers and stuff like that they gotta be called a certain thing they gotta be called like paras yeah. um there's like there was a hero back in the 80s you know that has to be consistent like he was this big hero that died back then and so he's <laughs> spoilers <laughs> it's <fine>. spoilers <laughs> it's like if we were to take someone on or something like that if someone wanted to join the like, the universe of crossbones and ether, they would have to go along with such guidelines, and, like, time period-wise, they have to be in the same time period, so they can't have, like, super advanced cars or, like, super advanced technology, because it's not, like, it's not around our time right now, and so there's definitely guidelines, yeah.
1: Do, do you have other rules? Like, one, one thing that um, we actually did, ju- just because we didn't want to deal with the complexity of it, Tundra. was we removed religion from our...
0: Oh, uh, okay.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, there's another <laughs> one, too, from- because we kind of have that other character that might end up being an issue later but for specifically religion we removed that so that we don't even have to deal with that uh, and it's funny because later we're reviewing the um, the uh, dialogue and there was something like somebody said god damn it and it's like wait does that make sense in this universe? <laughs> Can you say that? And we're like you know what we're, I think we're going to remove it just in case and yeah, that way yeah. like, get the, the consistency there just just because we, we've created and um, this this is like a me spoiler but it's not like ruining any story but there's there's going to be another realm in our universe okay that uh that universe is going to be um sorry phone call (laughs) Uh, it's funny too i think it's just uh, yeah my phone's muted that's weird anyways um oh yeah so that 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 realm is kind of going to be what would replace a uh religious thing so so there's other worlds that have um that, or there's other universes that can be part of our world, and they can have their own like extra realm, and yeah. one of those could be religion in their universe. But we're basically having this really complex uh, build out where we don't like. There's you get one special realm essentially to your world. Yeah, yeah. and there's a reason for that later,
2: but I won't spoil yeah. It, cause that. Part yeah, it's really <laughs> cool. It's very uh, unique. I don't think I've ever heard of that before. <laughs> I think that right now we have a rule that like just because like in the same sense like we don't really want to deal with like the complexity of it or just we're just kind of lazy mm-hmm. um is that we've kind of like established that there is no like there are no aliens and like they're out of space is just like it's yeah. just there it's, it's just too, it's too complex yeah <laughs> i don't
1: know it's just like this thing. Yeah. like no, that's, cool. yeah. like, that, that's, that's kind of what i meant by universe rules because i think Um, we wanted, I think in the future, there's some idea we have that might involve that, but it, you know, we'll still keep it limited.
0: I already wrote Um, one for, uh, space, so.
1: Yeah, there it is, yeah. And so, so that, that'll be something that we can definitely do, because like, uh, for example, like, like our city is a made up city, but we decided instead of doing it like, um, DC, where like Gotham and, uh, what is it, Metropolis are still in America on Earth, we are literally creating a whole new Earth. So it's going to be just like Earth, the continents will be the same. But, like, we, we haven't mentioned countries or any of that stuff yet because we want to be able to be super fluid with it. And um, once, but as we're designing it, it's going to be solidified. And so, like, we, we actually need later, because he was mentioning, um, like, the space stuff. This will be way, way later. But... Um, when that stuff gets involved, do we actually even have a name for our planet within the universe that's more specific. Yeah. That's
2: super cool. Yeah. yeah, that's Would
1: you say that uh, it's outside the universe of Earth, or are they in the same universe? So, w- most likely, Earth could be its own universe, which would be. Did you ever see um, Supernatural? No, I, I never. Yeah, bits and pieces. Okay, so there's one episode where uh, they're basically fighting, I think it's, they're, it's some demon, but essentially an angel comes, grabs the two of them, and throws them through a plate class window, yeah. and then they wake up through that plate class window, and you hear a director go, cut, and I'm like, what the hell? And it turns out they were thrown into literally our Earth as the actors that play themselves.
2: That's so funny.
1: <laughs> so, fun. so, so the concept that our Earth can exist and in another universe, our comic Earth exists, is probably yeah. more like what we would have. Is like we wouldn't have anyone who's on our Earth, like that we exist in now. It would be yeah. more like that's its own universe where none of this kind of stuff happens, and we're yeah. in a different universe, and that's why all this stuff can happen. That's really, really cool. Did you
2: ever have like a character that's like? kind of like Deadpool where he like breaks the fourth wall and he's like aware of his like being a fictional character or anything like that
0: Uh,
1: so there was somebody that he had that was very too much like that so we had to completely change that oh really? Uh, yeah I don't don't actually know Greg if we have anyone who truly breaks the fourth wall
0: I just wrote uh, I started writing one this morning Um, oh wow yeah. <laughs> uh it's a solo series and I might s- release that one before one of the other ones I wanted to release uh next year because the person that the character is based off of uh I found out has cancer so I kind of want to like release that before. Yeah. Yeah. So uh he like he's narrating but he's like he's actually a biker. Um he's like the biker character that we have. And, oh, yeah, you're about that. yeah and uh it is like uh quentin tarantino like so he so the comic starts with him like already like chasing down somebody and then he narrates um while he's talking to this one guy because something already has happened and he he's trying to figure out where this one person is that's like a major like bad guy and uh then he's narrating, like, oh, you must be wondering who the fuck I am and, like, why I'm here. And then it, like, goes back in time to, like, the beginning.
2: That's really cool. Yeah. Let's go back to the beginning. <laughs> Do you have a name for the series?
0: Uh, I, I was gonna just call him by his name Pat, but I don't know if I want to call it that or something else.
2: That's super cool. So it's still in development.
0: Yeah, but I'm gonna try to release that before, probably the boxer comic because that's based off of this kind of friend that I have, but he's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> he's annoying.
2: Do you guys use the same artist for every single one of these uh, series, or do you have different artists?
0: Um, I was trying to use the same artist, but he's really really busy. Uh, the, gotcha. So the artist that we have for the current uh seer chronicles he he he's no more um (laughs) no no (laughs) No more. so
1: yeah basically yeah um when we were working with our last artist there's just a couple of things that um just didn't work with what we were trying to do uh and we had we had to like do a lot of workarounds to use the art in some cases and uh so and there's also a language barrier so we didn't want to we did not want to deal with that anymore so that we uh i work with a new artist for seer uh chronicles greg i think ink is a different one though right ink
0: is the artist that i want to use for like everything else but he's like super busy with like he has to do like a graphic novel that's due in february and it's a very long graphic novel and then I was like, "So are you like free March?" And he's like, "Maybe." And I was like, "Well, I would like to like start releasing a comic next year, not around that time, because the next Kickstarter is not going to even be a comic." But um, yeah. So I want want to like release a comic like around summer time, but. Yeah i got to find an artist, I guess, because I don't think yeah. he'll be free by then.
3: It's always yeah. a struggle. Yeah, it's
1: always yeah. a struggle for us. I mean, artists that are, you know, available or willing or whatever, you know. Yeah, you got right? everything. It's like, yeah, you got to have someone who's not not overly expensive, but obviously you're not looking to be cheap because if you're cheap, you <laughs> yeah, get what yeah. you pay for. And yeah. then you need someone who's, you know, easy to communicate with. They kind of get your picture, uh great who was the artist we were talking to that um on our podcast i think it was like episode four that kind of it was about like he was saying how he had the opportunity to work with one comic creator and uh he just turned it down because it didn't fit his um style it was with monsters he was talking about
0: i think yeah. that, i think that was shane yeah is that i think that was like nine no not nine
1: no, no, it was a while ago. It was, like, maybe episode four. It was one of our fir- first, uh... Episodes. Yeah,
0: I know. I, I don't know which number it was. Oh, and, uh, six.
1: A, yeah, he was talking about how, he, he, so he's an artist, he's got great work, but, uh, like, his thing is working on people and clothing, like, that's, like, his specialty, and... Yeah. He's oh, wait, no, Supreme Todd. Uh, Todd, yes, there we go, yeah, never mind, yeah, Todd. And, uh... So, yeah, he, he works with uh, people in clothing, and somebody wanted him to draw, like, monsters, and he's like, I don't feel comfortable enough doing that to, like, yeah. make it, make it the, the way that you're picturing it and the way I would envision it. And so it's like, that's, that's awesome. it. it sucks, because that's actually a good artist, too. Like, somebody who knows where they should draw, but mm-hmm. if, they're, if they're not in the lane that you're looking for, then, yeah, you got to find one that is. Yeah, it's
2: definitely a risk, you know? Like, what if you hire somebody kind of like that? and like their style just so like it looks different from like their previous works and it's like man your style doesn't fit my vision anymore it's like you're kind of stuck with that you know
1: yeah well it's funny because one of the things that um we've we've been doing is like honestly like if our artwork changes a little bit along the way we're not going to care that much we because we actually plan on going back to change it and that's the thing is like we I'm, I'm very much about anything, not just for comics, but anything in life or business. I'm very much do it first. You can always go back and change it. Like, And if someone's upset that you went back and changed it, they weren't that big of a fan to begin with. They're just someone who's a critic, right? So yeah. it's, it's like our very first version of our comic. <laughs> uh, we shared it before, but it never got printed because it compared to what we have now, it, it wasn't even close to what we were envisioning. Right. Really, really. Yeah. Not not even close. And but we but we had like four or five pages drawn of it. I think maybe more. We had we had a lot of our comic drawn up, and we were just like, this isn't looking like what we can work with. Because like we we wouldn't want to this look for that long. But we still did it, and then we switched over to the um, the previous artist, who like I said, we're not quite working with him anymore. But it's it's still um it's still much. It's a big leap from what we had before. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, so that so if that ever holds you up uh, if you're if you're like seriously just get an artist work with them because like that's that's kind of the cool thing about yeah. being an indie comic creator is you don't have to um, you know like you know like there's that book like how to draw like Marvel. Okay. I'm sorry. Oh, you Oh you yeah. Know, there's that book uh, how to draw like Marvel. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah so like. That's the thing about being an indie creator. You don't need to have a look, even for your own comic. Like, it could drastically change. Now, you should develop a look because then people get used to seeing you, like, the Coca-Cola logo. You just recognize it automatically. So that's what you want eventually. But, like, as you're developing yourself, like, your first couple comics, maybe they don't make any money. That's perfectly fine. Like, the goal is to develop your skill. And if your skill is either artwork... Or t- storytelling, and say you're the storyteller, and you're paying an artist. Either you can keep working with that artist to make them get better, or you can, you know, you know, find somebody else, pay more to get a better artist. But you're also able to work on your storytelling the whole time because if your story is great, stick figures can be a great artwork. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen those uh, stick figure fights on YouTube, but there's some oh, yeah. amazing yeah. videos yeah. out there. <laughs> like, is he gonna make it? <laughs> He's gonna make it. So like, that's the thing: the storytelling uh, overrides almost any artwork, and so that's the that's the thing that you know you can always go back, get a better artist, make a make an edition two, and now the old crappy edition one is now worth money because people want collectibles. You know. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean... yeah.
3: Oh, I mean, you can always just uh, slap an anniversary on it, just like, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> oh, well, it's the two-year anniversary, we redid the whole thing, and
1: new art, new colors, everything like that, and people just eat it up, it's great. Yeah. Actually, yeah. was, was that, um, dang it, who was the one who did a black and white comic, and then later they colored it, but now the black and white ones are worth money, like people are willing to pay double? Really? You ever um... That was like, maybe three ago? Before Joe Ventures,
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I forgot who that was.
1: It was the one uh, he had. A, I remember he had a dog.
0: He had a dog.
1: And uh, he had to he had to go because I think his wife came home.
0: Oh, Travis.
1: <laughs> Travis, there we yeah. go. So I'm tra- yeah. Yeah. So See, he he's he deals more directly with all the creators. I'm like I'm like the back end guy, so I have to I have to get get better with names. But uh, yeah, so yeah, he, he um, yeah, he had the first uh, rendition of his comic was only black and white. Really. And so later he colored it, and it and it looks way better. But it's funny because people still wanted the black and white version of it. Which really. Means, yeah, which means later he can then, uh, you know, create a like a you know comic three, comic four, whatever vi- version of it, and go. By the way, I made an alternate version of it that's black and white, and he can charge more even though it's less work. Yeah. Because it's more value. Like that's the thing. People don't realize that you should you should charge for value, not for time spent. If you ever go for time spent, you'll never make any money. Because oh, yeah, like, you know, yeah, like you know, when you when you charge for a service, it's like how much is this service worth to you? For example, like I'd be willing to pay uh, pay someone a few hundred bucks to clean my whole house if I didn't have to do it, right? But yeah. if it's like a thousand, well, that's too much. I'd rather do it myself, right? So it's that it's that it's that barrier for uh, stuff. And when it comes to things like entertainment or escapism you know it's, it's how much do people desire to own the thing like you know for this collectible sake as well as uh you know being involved in a story as long as it's ongoing like that's why the marvel franchise you know the mcu specifically was you know so effective was because they got you in the first movie and then the next movie and they just dragged you along and that's why is doing awful right now because they can't figure out how to just like literally they could just copy they could just copy what marvel did start off with like i like if i asked you to name a superhero before the mcu came out the odds that you would have said iron man first were slim to none Totally. Oh, no. know who he is but like same with thor like if i was like name a comic book hero you're not like thor right thor. You're, you're, you're like superman batman Spider-Man. isn't that weird that the two that come to mind first are both dc and then you're like spider-man obviously you know maybe captain america like they start coming to you like that you don't think think Iron Man you don't think uh, Thor and now those are like the most commonly used ones if you're like name a superhero oh Iron Man of course you know because Iron Man right and so that's what DC if they would just do that it would be phenomenal like if they would just start off with like a if they had started off with Aquaman and made it a little less cartoonish because it was still I thought it was a decent movie the plot was a little twisted they could have fixed that if they fixed a little bit of the artwork because they sometimes made it a little too corny, and they just you know some like but there's chunks of that movie that were good enough that could have got mm-hmm. you involved enough like, into it, and then they could have added uh, you know Wonder Woman next, but, uh, even though she's huge, like to have her own big movie like that after yeah. all the yeah. other ones came out, still would have stood out a lot, right? And then just slowly yeah. add like Cyborg. I would have loved a Cyborg okay. solo sort of movie. Totally. like he, he was the one that had the most um backstory during the during yeah. the justice league and i was yeah. like dude i want more give me more like this was, <laughs> that was amazing and it's like yeah. if they would just learn to do that like that like it worked for a reason what is it and pablo Picasso was like great artist or good artist copy great artist steal and it's like just take the idea it's fine that's funny that's fine. I think that they had that opportunity
2: way back when with Men of Steel. Because that was like the definitive movie of the DCU or DCEU or whatever. Yeah. And then like they waited, I don't know how many years, because that came out in like 2013. Um, and then uh, the next movie after that was uh, Batman v Superman. But I feel like they just rushed it right after that because yeah. they saw they saw what Marvel was doing and they're like oh shoot we need to hop on this band. I know
1: Dude, it's so funny they they had the same thing you're talking about oh no they got a Lamborghini and a bunch of yeah. money I yeah. want a Lamborghini and yeah. a bunch of money but like if, if they had just like honestly if Batman versus Superman was our first introduction to Batman I probably still would have been okay with that only for mm. the fact that we have seen Batman's story I don't know 16 times <laughs> right? and so if his introduction was the the actual dark knight version of batman where he tries to kill superman yeah like that's awesome <laughs> and you know and honestly like that movie i think uh, was ben affleck like i didn't expect him to do a good job but he did an amazing job <laughs> compared, to, compared to specifically compared to what i thought could have happened like he bulked up like the size of bane like it was and that's actually what he did in that version of the comic so like it was incredible like so you know like the the whole thing where um what what was it they pan past the robin scene like the the robins uh like they could have made just a movie about the joker kidnapping robin and at the very end, batman comes in and is broken and then the next movie could have been batman versus superman and we yeah. could have never had a batman movie between any of those that would have been a oh, fucking amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: It just yeah, this is like a su- like a sore subject for us cuz yeah. we're huge DC fans and so like seeing everything play out and just going and watching these movies and everyone just like completely troping <laughs> up <laughs> these movies and it's just like it's hard being a DC fan and watching these movies, you know? And I I'm a big advocate for that DC makes really good Oscar-winning movies. And so when Joker. they did this thing, where, like, I'm going to copy Marvel, it's like they went downhill. Because it's like, dude, they made the Dark Knight series. And now, like, another big example of this is the Joker
0: movie. Yep. Like, this was a very good...
3: So good. I haven't Ooh. seen it! Don't spoil it! <laughs> <seen> it. <laughs> I'm going to spoil it. But it
2: was like, it's like DC went back to the roots of making a very good... Just a good movie, not like an like a like a Marvel movie.
1: They just made a good movie in general. Yeah, like well, like the Batman Begins, Dark Knight, and Dark Knight Rises were phenomenal movies, yeah. even individually. Even if you didn't watch them in order and had no yeah. idea what yeah. was going on, they were just great movies. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Like 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 there's. I was actually just watching. Like, uh, did you ever watch Game Theory on YouTube? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I watched the breakdown of how the Joker the real hero of the second... Uh, like he's the one that saves Gotham in uh, The Dark Knight, and it's because of the fact that he actually steals all the, the mobsters' money. He burns it all, so now the mobsters are broke. He then... Um, because of that, uh, the corrupt cops aren't getting paid anymore, and a bunch of issues happen, and all of a sudden they start going to jail. They make the... Uh, he makes Harvey Dent a bad guy, which forces Batman to kill him which he breaks his one rule so that forces Batman to retire and because he's now the villain and Harvey Dent dies the hero, so the hero isn't a vigilante, it actually makes the city calm for the next eight years before Bane comes back so uh-huh. like, if you watch Batman Begins, the goal was to wipe out the city and make it start over because there was no way to do it otherwise and the Joker actually pulls it off like that's, that's the funny thing is if you watch it, he even says like you think I would uh, risk uh, Gotham's soul on a fist fight with you and when he's hanging upside down? And then he has to go fight Harvey Dent and he has to stop him or he's going to lose Commissioner Gordon, right? Oh, yeah, no, like yeah, the corrupt, the corrupt uh, or the incompetent um, commissioner is fired and Commissioner Gordon, the flawless you know, virtue, uh, virtuous um, Commissioner Gordon takes his place. So, like, everything falls into place for Gotham to now be great. Until Bane shows up again,
2: wow! It's so <laughs> cool. Right, like
1: that's that's crazy. But like it, like that means that the the directors and the designers of the movie had to have actually thought that through because yeah, it yeah. makes sense. It like it so perfectly makes sense. Like they couldn't have accidentally done that. That means Under- that it was intentional. Like that's crazy how powerful that movie is. And so, yeah. and so that's why it's like yeah, I wish. They would just do that with movies. Like I, I'd be okay if they made a three-part movie for Wonder Woman, a three-part movie for Cyborg, a three-part yeah. movie for all of them, and then they, like, because that would be different. Like, because Marvel was like, uh, what is it, Iron Man, or whatever. Like, you know, what I mean, they alternated. Where I would be okay if they did the Dark Knight Rises, and then they did uh, Wonder Woman, and like, and they could have been during the same years. Like, maybe two movies years so of Batman, Wonder Woman, yeah. Batman, Wonder Woman, whatever. And they do, and they dug deep into those characters, and then go to the Justice League. Like, like, think about it. Like, what was it, Stephen Wolf or whatever his face was? Yeah. Like, yeah. like uh, what is it? Wonder Woman and and uh, Aquaman are supposed to be near the strength of Superman. Like, there's some there's some versions of Superman where he can like sneeze and blow up a universe. <laughs> but, Like the general strength of Superman is something like he's as strong as forty men. Like that's mm-hmm. what it's supposed to be. And 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 the other two are gods essentially, and no, so it's no. like they're supposed to be like semi on par, but Superman would beat both of in, both of them individually in a fist fight, and they're all fighting Steppenwolf, and then all of a sudden Superman comes in and he's like, here, let me just let me just handle him. You you go deactivate <laughs> that thing, and it's like, yeah. what is going on? And like Batman, who is supposed to be the most logical and consistent person, who always makes sense, even when it doesn't seem like it makes sense. He's like, I need to save my boyfriend, Superman, because he's the only one that can fight everyone. Like, it didn't. He, he was like, even he was the one that was trying to kill him just in case he went evil, and now yeah, he's willing yeah. to risk that to revive him with no idea of knowing if he'll even be like. He could have just came to life, dead, and started shooting lasers and killing everyone.
3: Yeah. Like, yeah. But he's
1: like, now nah, we got to do it. It's the only way. It's like, that's not the that's not the Batman I know. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's right. not any Batman I know
2: like the whole uh, Warner Brothers switching up the directors thing because I think I read somewhere, I think Zach uh, was Zach Snyder actually revealed that in his version he actually had Wonder Woman kill Stefan Wolf. And I was like, dude, that is that actually was really cool. It. Yeah. It exactly. would have made
1: sense because it was her it was I think that it was uh, her uh you know village her community, yeah. Aquaman's community and people that were all fighting them off. So it would have been great. Honestly it would have been cool if both like Wonder Woman and Aquaman are the ones that finished him because they're the ones yeah. that started it originally. Like that'd have been great. Yeah. And Superman essentially just kinda helped. And you know what I mean? Like that'd been great. So yeah, it was definitely uh Super misstep. If you missed opportunities and I'll cry a big DC
3: Tier <laughs> for the <laughs>
2: it's just yeah we got good animated movies though yeah, oh they're, yeah,
1: they're great at
2: those yeah Yeah. I still, I still love
1: the dark, the dark Knight uh, or uh, Batman vs. I, I can't remember if it's the Dark Knight or Batman vs. Superman whatever they called it but uh, yeah. the animated yeah. version of that when he's old and you see yeah. uh, what <laughs> space uh, yeah. Green, yeah. green Arrow with his arm gone yeah right? like, because I, I love that movie so much like have you seen the, the show Green Arrow yeah,
3: yeah.
1: have you sure. seen DC Legends of Tomorrow yeah do you, have you seen all of them?
2: No, I, I think I stopped after, like, season five or four. or whatever.
1: Okay, so you got about as far as I did. So this won't ruin anything for you. And anyone else who hasn't seen it, spoiler alert. But there's, this, <laughs> there's a scene where they end up in the future, and it's like this dystopian future. Um, what is it? Uh, what's, what's their city? Uh, Star City. Uh, Star City, yeah. Star city, yeah. Um, is in chaos, and they eventually find Oliver hiding, and he's missing an arm. And really? I'm like, yes. Like that's because that happens in the dystopian yeah, yeah. future of the of the Dark Knight series. He had his arm removed because he was too much of a threat. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. that's like that's awesome. Like that's so cool that they added that in that cartoon because it, like they didn't have to do that. It's a cartoon. They didn't have to have somebody missing an arm and he's still yeah, the one yeah. that helps Batman uh, beat Superman. I was like, it's so awesome. That's why but I don't understand. Like they're not so not good not
2: at making them. these animated movies, why can't that translate into these live action movies? Like it just doesn't make sense to me. I d I don't know. I don't I'm mad. Yeah. <laughs>
1: well now now that we've tangented enough on that, uh, <laughs> yeah. does uh does Greg have any other questions for you guys?
0: Nope.
1: <laughs> now that we're completely off topic, which is yeah. great. We're talking about comics, it's semi on topic which is yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: um but no, that's good. Uh, so, do you have any uh, future plans that have not been announced yet? We could be the first place they're announced. We're gonna the new guy, or you no? Know, I don't know. It's a few Yeah, you know
2: what? Um, All right. since this last week, we actually got uh, in contact, or this other guy contacted us rather through our website, which is cool because nobody really does that. Yeah, um, he uh, was just. Really wanting to uh, join forces with us with his new comic, uh, Burlap, which is super super. We got the uh, the pleasure of reading it, and honestly, is really a really good comic. Very good, very good comic. And so having this guy, his name is Jesse James Bear. Um, Jesse James. <laughs> yeah, James Bear. <laughs> that's a cool name. Uh, but he's going to be joining the Covenant Comics team. Um, and hopefully soon, you know, having his comic on our website and actually even on your guys' website as well, uh, yeah. called Burlap. Um, so I don't know if he's going to give us, you know, permission to share right now what it's about, but it's kind of a, it's like a vigilante. Um, he described it as like, what do you say, like Punisher mixed with uh, uh, like Leatherface.
1: With Leatherface. Oh. Oh. Right. Yeah. interesting. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's on Facebook,
3: so like, like We don't want to spoil anything on no, yeah, no, for ourselves, totally. but there is a lot of stuff on Facebook that like, you know, yeah, can do his story a bit and stuff like that. And it's really cool. He dedicated it to his brother. I think his name was Jacob, Jacob Bear. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just a super cool project all around. Uh, and he just He's very clever, very creative. Yeah. Is, cool is guy. He, is he the creator
1: or the artist both?
2: He's the, the creator. Um, I don't know who the artist is. He mentioned it once, but it I, I don't like remember.
3: Cezanne. It was it was a yeah. interesting name.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't remember what his artist's name was, but yeah, he's just he's the creator of it, and um, super super cool uh, comic. It's gonna be. A, uh, I think he said he wants it in black and white. Um, and so it's just like yeah, we, we got to read the first issue, and man, I was hooked. Oh, that was a really good. Good good, good issue. It's so super awesome. excited to be releasing that, have him on board, have yeah, him on like board. That. So yeah, he's a cool guy. Be on the lookout for that. <laughs> awesome. Well,
1: uh, so we got some exclusive insights. Yeah. Talk about the uh, atrocity that is DC. And uh, <laughs> we got to, we got to talk about the Kickstarter. So yeah, I guess. Um, so for everyone listening, uh, where, where are they, where do you want to send them to find you? Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you know, our Co- website,
2: website. Covenant, CovenantComics.com Yeah, Kickstarter live right now. Please yeah. pledge. Please <laughs> share wherever you know, whatever you feel led to do. You no. Know. What's
1: the easiest way to find you on Kickstarter? Under Covenant Comics or uh, I, I just look up crossbones. I don't think yeah. there are it's any the other. Yeah, the first thing that pops yeah, up. Up, up. Yeah. yeah awesome. halfway there. Halfway there. Very cool. Uh, Well, we'll keep you on for a second longer, but, uh, yeah, we can end the uh, podcast recording now.